This used to be a quarter of the way through, man. Like, uh, this used to be a really pivotal week. Now it's sort of weird because it still feels like about like one quarter of the way. But that extra game, it's just it's just throwing me off. Are you uh, are you feeling that too? I'm I'm just feeling relief that I still have a chance in fourth to come back. <laughs> you got a chance in bro too. Don't be silly. No, no, no. I like my team in bro. Yeah, but my fourth team needs some help. Yeah, let's uh, let's do some live editing on the podcast. Do you have any way to make yourself a little bit louder for the people? They want to hear you, Jake. I can scream. There you go. I can That's talk perfect. Louder. There we go. Okay. All right, what's up, Bro League? What's up, Fourth and One? This is the uh, lead into Week Five's podcast. Um, four weeks in, um, we've got a. I think we've got a kind of a cool. I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited about it. We, we're going to break down everyone's one thing you need to know about your team. Um, and then we've got a couple waiver wire stuff. And then we're going to dive into a complete redraft. Well, re-ranking, if you will, of the top 10 rest of season. If we were redrafting today, what running back would go off first? And then, of course, we've got Jake's prunk rankings uh, to close us out. And then, uh, you know, Jake, I didn't tell you this, but if you all stick around... I've got something really special for everybody. We've got a surprise for for everyone Ooh. on the uh, everyone on the podcast podcast, including including our boy Poot here. Okay, cool. So let's do this, Jake. Let's go ahead and get into four down territory, and we'll uh, we'll kick it off with the one thing. We're in four down territory. All right, so this is going to be the bro league. We're going to start the bro league on first down, and then we'll do fourth and one. I think these will go a little bit long, but we'll do fourth and one on second down. So, Jake, uh, you've got five teams. Let's just go back and forth. Uh, you kick us off with your first team. Give us the one thing. It could be a stat, just a general trend, whatever it is. Give us the one thing that this team needs to know about themselves and the rest of the league needs to know about them too. Yeah, so we'll start with Todd. That's that's the uh, He's the top of my list okay. ranking wise he's second place in the league um todd has a top five player at every single position other than tight end where darren waller is currently number six but oh. i think by at end of season that'll work yeah. itself out there's some weird dawson Knox is up in the top five right now dalton schultz is making yep. numbers weird weird things that'll all sort out so Todd's one thing is top five in every top position. Top five at every single position. Gotcha. And freaking Danny Dimes in his super flex, that is a legitimate <laughs> threat, man. Like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a team. We'll this is not a fun team to play. We'll see if he makes it into our top ten. All right, so my first one is Garcia. And I've got 47. That's the one thing you need to know, Garcia and everybody else. 47. That is the difference between how many points Anthony Garcia scores when he wins versus when he loses in in his two wins in Garcia's two wins he has scored 160 points and his two losses he has scored 113 that is a 47 point difference that is huge so hopefully wow. he can find some consistency there all right next next on your list 
All right. Next is you. Uh-oh. Uh, Mr. Kile Cafe. <laughs> um, you have the number one wide receiver, Cooper Cup. You have the number one tight end, Travis Kelsey. Outside of that, your running backs and wide receivers, you don't have another one that's inside the top 20. We're a little top-heavy, aren't we? little top-heavy. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire looked pretty good these last couple of weeks. Maybe they turn it up and they get you there. Jonathan Taylor's but right we're, at we're hoping. Edwards, 22, so We're hoping, bud. <laughs> so there's a couple, just two players that are really keeping you afloat at the moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cooper Cup and... Uh... Apparently, I'm the, only, I'm the only person who wants them. All right. Anthony Rodriguez is next on my list. These are, by the way, we should have made made these uh, in no particular We made this in no particular order, so don't think we're spoiling the rankings or anything. So, Anthony Rodriguez, you are the low, low. Uh, what do I mean by that? Um, no, I'm not singing the uh, Get Low, Low, Low song, but you are the lowest scoring team, and you have had the second lowest scored points against you. That is a really, really bad combo, man. That is just, uh, that's dreadful. Uh, good news for you. Uh, I think when we get to second down and we do the fourth and one, uh, it'll be different. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, low, low, Anthony. That's that's Anthony Rodriguez. That's who you are. All right, back to you. Yeah, that's not good. No. Nope. <laughs> All right. I have Eric Cool Hat Caceres. Mm-hmm. Um, right now. So Eric was team of the week, week one. I don't know, way back a month ago if you remember that. The very first team of the week for Bro League. Since then, these last three games, he has not broke 130 points once. I think our average right now is like 144, 145 range. Yep. Um, If you don't break, if you don't score over that, odds are you aren't going to win on the week. That's really really bad way to start after such a hot start for him yeah man that's um came out of the gates firing but he's got he's got cmc sitting on his ir though because some jackass traded him yep all right brian you're next on this list here that we got for you 326 that is how many points you have scored in the last two weeks the that is second to the number one team in bro league, wow. which is Irvin. Irvin has scored 364. I don't think anybody else has even broken 300 in the last two weeks. You have 326 points in the last two weeks. Um, I know you're two and two, but these last two weeks, you 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 are a much better team than 500. Uh, you are you are looking really strong there. So Brian, 326 in the last two weeks, second to only Irvin, which there is nothing wrong being second to Irvin. All right, back to you. All right, Diego is my next one. Diego is the second lowest scoring team right now. Uh, and the weeks that he loses, well, he lost one week actually that he that he broke this. but half of the half of the week so far, two weeks, he has not broken a hundred and twenty points. Oh. So <laughs> you have no chance if you don't break a hundred and twenty pretty much unless you no. just get super, super lucky. And if that's gonna be happening half of the time, then yep. Bottom dweller. 120 sure. is what our league average used to be before the double flex and super flex. And and yeah, yeah, that was not great. So, all right, Irvin, you're up. And uh, no team in fourth and one, by the way, uh, I wouldn't get to say this. No team in fourth and one has scored 600 points. That means no team is averaging 150 points in, bro, in fourth and one. We have two in bro, and it's Irvin by a lot. He has 684 total points. 
he is averaging 171 points. That's almost 30 points more than the league average, right at uh, 142 points is the league average. Uh, Irvin is outscoring people by an average of, let's call it, one and a half to two players a week. It is absolutely insane. I wanted to. I'm going to give a little spoiler here. This uh, Irvin, the stat we had for you um, last week and what, what inspired this segment was last week, coming into the week, you had of the top 11 scoring players overall. This is all players. You can just stack rank them from highest to lowest. Of the top 11, you had five. You almost had half of the top 10 Um that's not the case now, but nonetheless, you still have a, a, a crap ton of points being scored from your players. So, stack team, bro. All right, back to you. Beast. Uh, okay, Mr. Henry. Um, he has the number two wide receiver, Tyree Kill. Yep. He has the number nine wide receiver, Devontae Adams. That's great. Two top tens. Got to feel good about that. Yep. The only other top 20 players on his roster right now, though, are Burrow and Jared Goff. And I wrote a pukey face in there. Nobody (laughs) can see that in my notes, but that's got to feel absolutely gross. All right. Um, Do you have one more, or is that that your last one? That was my last one. All right, cool. So we get to close out with you, and I'm sorry that... uh, Oh, no. I know. I'm sorry. Jake, I looked at your team, and I was like, "What what is going on with this team? I know you've had some injury luck. And I was just like, man, it's just it's it's okay, you know. I you, I know you're probably a little bit higher on. I was like, it's 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 okay. I feel like this is just a, the most average team in the league. And sure enough, Jake, I found a stat to prove my point. So I sort of reverse engineered this, but um, the league average in scoring is one hundred and forty-one point three four three four points. One forty-one point three four. Jake, you are scoring one forty-two point four one. Hey, I'm <laughs> over the average. Your fourth. Yeah, you are one point above average, which is awesome. Congratulations. Please um, get degrees, baby. <laughs> um, you're fourth overall in scoring, and you are eighth in points against. So, um, you know, I, like I said, you're right there. I think you're in the middle. I think you come out in fourth place. I think you're two and two, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, I think you're very. I, I, think, I think as zero of zero games with a healthy roster. I'm just interjecting. I'm just, just I'm just fighting I, for. I said that. Here. I said there's been some injury luck, but it just feels like your team is just so far. It's just right down the middle. It doesn't stand out yet. It could. You scored yeah. 156, 131, 108, and 174. So a bit all over the place, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyhow, all right, that's the one thing that the Bro League needs to know. Uh, Let's get to the second down here, and let's do the fourth and one league. Uh, I'm going to kick it off. uh, I'll kick it off. I'm going to just go right back to you, Jake. Um, Again, I thought the same exact thing about your team. (laughs) I think (laughs) I, I, I just, I was like, man, I don't know what to say to Jake. Like, it's not a bad team. It's not an awful team. You have... Kyler Murray and Derrick Henry, which is great. And then the rest, I was like, eh, I don't know. I just don't know what to make of your team. So I hate to go right back to it, Jake, but your fourth and one average is 142.7. The average score is 142.26. So you're half a point above average. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel really bad. I tried to find something uh, unique like I did for most everybody else. And I was like, man, these teams are just... They're they're there. I think I think they're gonna turn around. There's no way Kyler and Derrick Henry don't I don't know, carry carry you far, but anyways, that's, that's what I had for you. Yeah, yep. Yep, I hate my teams. Uh trade market's open, baby. Come see me. 
Uh, Kyle, we'll go ahead and start with you in fourth as well. Just knock the two of ours out so everybody else can have their time. (laughs) You are third in scoring. Feels good, I'm sure. But you have the second fewest points scored against, too. Hmm. So that's always one thing I wonder about. Is is that going to swing at some point? Are you going to have some games where you go up against these juggernaut teams? You go against Markage and Anthony Rodriguez where – you know, the, that, that points against is going to come back to get you. I don't know, but you're sitting pretty right now, sitting in third yep. place at three and one. I agree with you. I noticed that. Um, it's the opposite in pro league, but, uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Anthony Rodriguez, you're next on my list. Um, I actually have two for Anthony. Uh, he has scored progressively more points every single week. I thought that was interesting. Week one, he scored 133. Week two, 151. Week three, 165. Week four, 203. Um, he's the high, is that right? I might, I, I might not, I might've had the stat wrong. He's the high, high actually in this league. Uh, I said that he's there the was high, high. Yep. Yeah. He's the high, high. And I got the stat wrong. There are, there is a team that scored 600, but, uh, it was the closest was 655. Irvin, you're still the highest, even though I got the stat wrong there. But anyways, Anthony's the high, high. He has the most points scored at 655. He also has the most against at 630. So he's the total opposite of what he is in bro league, wow. which is. Um, pretty awesome because I don't know. We've seen it where teams we we've seen high scoring teams and high scoring against. So this could be good for you. This could be bad for you, right? Um, because you know you have to keep scoring too. But anyhow, all right. Next to you. Yeah, we've seen we've seen years where the highest scoring team misses playoffs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hopefully that's not you, Antoine. We're, we're we're praying for you. Thoughts and prayers. Mike Markage is my next one. Uh. We just talked about the highest scoring team in the league. Now on to the second highest scoring team in the yep. league, Mike Market. 599.9. He's right there at the 600 threshold uh, just under this week, though. He's the high, second highest scoring team, and he's only had Christian McCaffrey for about one game and three quarters. Hmm. Um, or missing a game in three quarters. And he's still holding on to a very, very respectable point total. Um, his running back depth is just impressive. I, I think he's going to be a real problem down the stretch. Mike Markage, go figure. All right. Uh, Tyler's the low high. He's the lowest scoring team, and he has the second most scored against him. Um, that's a really terrible combo. It's not quite mm-hmm. as bad as low low, but the low high is just not is not great at all. So, sorry, Tyler. You're off to... One, the team just has not come through for you. But two, you're you're playing some you're playing some pretty big combo or play, playing some pretty big uh, competition right now. So, all right, who's next? All right, I have Eric Casa again. I feel like I, I haven't been nice to him on either one of these. So, sorry, buddy, love you. But uh, so Eric is has the second fewest points scored right now, but significantly, like far and away, the fewest points scored against. He's Ooh. got. 487. The 487 points scored against him through four weeks, meaning it's about 122 point average against him every week. And he's sitting at two and two. If he was facing even average points every week, he really could be sitting at 0 and 4 right now. So Hmm. we'll see how that luck holds on for him. Uh, Dobretz, this is what I got for you. I got I got a couple of numbers I'm gonna rattle off. Four point three eight, three point three four, thirteen point three eight, point nine six. 
Those are your margin of victory. The average margin of victory for Dobrets is five and a half points. Wow. In other words, he's he's barely hanging on in these in these wins. Uh, why do I bring this up? Well, he is four and zero, which is great, and ultimately. You know, it's going to come be some head-to-head tiebreakers, and he's he's got a, everybody he just played. Plus, this coming week, this is sort of your division, right? It's like this is this your this is your division mates for the year. So you know, you got to you got to beat these people to have head-to-heads over him. He's only sixth in scoring, and so if anybody, if any of these go the other way, if there's a single reception like there could have been this last week, or you know, a a, a, a ten-yard catch or something like that, right? And these swing. And you don't have that point uh, total to break the head-to-head. It's it's going to be close, and we're still obviously really early in the league. But um, here's who he's played too: Eric. He's Eric, who is ninth in scoring. He's played Richard, who's seventh in scoring. He's played Tyler, who's tenth in scoring. Um, then he obviously played me, who who's third in scoring. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He's four now. He's four now. So what I, are you I do? pointed that out to him when in the group text the other yep. day when he said that he was ranked too low. I'm like, well, um, all right, Mister Richard Axis of Evil Rodriguez <laughs> here. Um, looking at his roster today, he doesn't have a single running back or wide receiver that's in the top ten, hmm. and he only has one wide receiver, one running back that's inside the top twenty. Um, he does have Matt Stafford sitting at number seven QB and Tom Brady sitting at number six QB kind of helping to keep him alive, but there's just not a whole lot of, you know, yeah, not a, not a lot of girth to this lineup right now. Dalvin cook and Austin Eckler, I think will finish off strong, but right now it's, it's, uh, looking a little thin. Right, I'm going to close it out with Todd and Todd, you're going to get the Jake treatment here, man. Um, this is so far again, I'm, not this is not projecting this is just the you know the one fact right now so far this is a very average team you have scored 570 total points you have 572 against you the league average is 142.5 you've scored 142.26 so congrats you are 0.24 points below average sorry my man uh this is just an average team there's not nothing really to write home about or or get too down about or excited about at this point it could turn around but um that's for that's for another segment all right bring us home jake who's our last team all right my last one is israel all right um and i'm looking at his numbers for two of his losses he scored about 150 point on average in those two losses in his losses so really tough losses Ooh. in his losses he scored 161 143 so they averaged that right around 150 it's right but then he also lost a game that he very easily should have won where he only scored 94 points so he got his first win this week he scored another 151 points finally beat somebody but he had 179 scored against him week one 165 scored against him week three. Oh man, um, is he's he, just had. Is really, he most? He's not really most against. Luck. That's that's Anthony, right? Anthony is most against. So he's got to be. No, second. he's he's the second most. Second most. Against. Wow. he's the third. Sorry, third most against. Um, shortly, very close behind Tyler. Um, but just some really really bad luck when you break 150 wow. and you lose, and you break 160 and you lose. Like that's tough luck, buddy. Yeah. Hmm. All right. 
Okay, well, that's the one thing that everyone needs to know to start their season at. Um, again, not forward-looking or anything, but um, I think that that I think we did a pretty good job of capturing everybody's uh, of everybody's season so far. So let's get to third down here, Jake. We're gonna do our over/under waiver wire game. Uh, we'll get this out. I don't know how relevant it's going to be since these are going to go out. And hopefully people have probably gotten it. I'm going to shoot out some names here. I'm going to give you a, uh, an over-under. And then you tell me. Um, just kind of give me. We'll just ballpark it here. So um, I went to Fantasy Pros. They actually have a free agent auction budget recommendations. So I'm just going to average out. I, w- I was guessing before, but uh, here we go. I'm going to give you their average, give or take. Damian Williams is available in the Bro League, as you probably are very well aware. Uh, Damian Williams is projected to uh, have his recommendations anywhere from 10% up to 23%. So let's just go a little on the high side there, Jake. Uh, let's go $19.50. Damian Williams. Uh, I think he'll go for less than that. I, mm, I don't know. I was looking at their schedule. The reason I'm not going to be bidding huge on him, their schedule coming up is kind of rough. I don't remember exactly. Um, there we go. I have it right here. So they have Las Vegas, Green Bay. Those are pretty nice games. But then they played Tampa, San Francisco, Pittsburgh. Um, you know, some defenses that are that are pretty good against the run. Uh, and then they have their bye week, and then they come back and play Baltimore. So it. it's it's no like it's not like they're playing the Jets and the Jags. It's you know, going to be some tough sledding. So, Kenneth Gainwell is next on our list. He's only available in the Bro League. Uh, Jake, he has scored. He scored twenty one points last week. He's the RB twenty four on the season. Let's set this over under at let's call it eight and a half dollars. I still think it's under. It was a, uh, it was kind of a one off game. He got a lot of passes in the in the comeback attempt. He's he's only had like three or four carries a game so far right. this year. Jamison Crowder is coming back, or he came back last week. Actually, did all right, scored 19 points. Uh, Jamison Crowder, he's available in both leagues. Let's set the over/under. We've got him ranked some somewhere less than three, up to seven. So let's call it four bucks. Four bucks for Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I bet he goes over that. I bet I bet okay. somebody chases it and uh, hopes to keep riding that wave with him. Dalton Schultz, he's only available in the Bro League. He is the tight end three on the season, and him and Dak have a really, really nice connection. Let's hope and pray that that goes to CeeDee Lamb uh, at some point. But uh, he scored 17.8 points last week. Jake, I don't even have him on the Fantasy Pro suggestion list here, so let's just throw out five. <laughs> let's throw out five bucks. Uh, I don't know. Someone will probably bid over it with all the Cowboys fans we play with, but. Uh, just as somebody who's uh, picked up and dropped about 27 tight ends so far this season, it's really not worth wasting your money on. Let's keep it going with tight ends then. Uh, Dawson Knox, Bro League uh, only. Last week he scored, I think, 20-some-odd points. Uh, he's a tight end five on the season. He seems to be Josh Allen's go-to red zone target, though. So, And that's an offense that's going to score some points, as we've seen. Let's set the over-under at five as well. Yeah, I, I think it's the same. It's probably going to go over. Um, he's got three straight games with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a little bit. Touchdowns are the hardest things to, to bet on week to week. But uh, So he's not a volume guy. But, you know, you throw him in every once in a while, he's going to give you a 10 to 15, 20-point game. So. The wide receiver 32 and the wide receiver 30 are available. 
Van Jefferson is the wide receiver 32. He's available in both. A.J. Green is the wide receiver 30, available in the Bro League only. Van Jefferson scored, you know, 12.5 points in a high-powered octane offense, while A.J. Green is going to shatter that 3.5 touchdown over-under bet that we made, unfortunately. Um, He scored 17 last week. Let's set the over-under for both these guys at 3.5 bucks. Um... Yeah, they probably both go over. Van Jefferson, you know, like you said, high-powered offense. Um, he's, he's, both of them are dart throws. They're both in super high-powered offenses. It's Are they going to get a couple extra targets, and are they going to get a touchdown every week? That's when you're going to yep. be excited playing them. Last one I got here for you. Joe Mixon, he's dealing with an ankle sprain. We'll talk about that here in just a second. <sighs> yeah. uh, Samaj P. Ryan, do you think he even gets bid on? Uh, no, he, he wouldn't surprise me if, uh, I, I normally wake up in like the middle of the night around like three, three thirty every morning. And on Wednesdays, I always just pull up my phone real quick before I go back to sleep and check to see who's still available on waivers that I can <laughs> yeah. claim for free. I, I would not be shocked at all if he's sitting there and I can scoop him. Gotcha. All right, let's get the fourth down. Look, we haven't done this all year long. I think there's only two or three people that this isn't relevant to so let's i don't jake do you think we haven't done this on purpose or is it is there something unconscious that we just don't want to jink this is that why we haven't brought up this topic yet is that or or what do we do what you know like because normally we have a section every single podcast where we dive into this topic (laughs) and we haven't done that at all this season so what's what do you you think the reason why that we have not dove, dove into this topic yet yeah i think it's a little bit of like it's like almost like reverse jinx or like, don't yep. like if we speak it out loud and then it goes away, then, then we're just all going to feel stupid. We've been scorned before by these guys. So yep. yeah. You ready to do it? Let's do it. Jacob, the Cowboys good. Yeah. Yeah. They're really freaking good. Holy <laughs> hell. Are. Oh my God. You know how I know that I actually think that too, is I was looking at, um, the updated, NFL Network power rankings this morning and the Cowboys are sitting at number 11 and I was just like what the fuck? Who's ahead of them? They had the the Raiders ahead of them, didn't they? The Raiders are ahead of them, the Chargers are ahead of them the the Ravens are ahead of them Uh, Green Bay is ahead of them People love the Ravens, I just don't get it There's a a a handful of teams where I'm like, fucking line them up let's play that team and let's see what happens Like we already beat the Chargers you know what I really love? That Dak is like getting like the uh, he can read like like the whole offense thing. It's like all this stuff that we've known as Cowboys fans for a long time. That like he is like a, the like a smart dude. He's a gr- absolutely great leader. Do you know the one thing that really, really when I was about to when I wrote this down, I was like, should we do this? And it wasn't because we just didn't have topics. Trust me, there's other stuff we could have talked about. Um, one thing, take a guess. Why? What? What? What's the one thing about this team that would make you be like, "Yeah, don't jump the gun." Our defense. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is still our freaking oh, okay. head coach. The good news is, Kellen Moore is freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. it's not Dan Campbell. Who's the guy? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn yeah. is freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, we've got legit blue chippers all over that team. I mean, 
from the quarterback, running back, wide receivers, the offensive line is I think the offensive line is just okay, but it's 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 there. And then the defense, holy hell, nailed Micah Parsons, nailed Trayvon Diggs. I mean, it's it's yeah. awesome, dude. So we're doing this on defense too without argument argued. Mm, arguably, thank you. That Lawrence. took a while to get out. Demarcus Lawrence, probably our best guy on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but also that has opened up being able to put Micah Parsons down on the line a lot more, which means Jalen Smith and Blayton Vanderash are playing linebacker yep. again together. And like, it looks solid. I, I still think there's going to be games. I mean, you know, we still have Anthony Brown as a starting corner, which is really not good. Right. And our safeties are still pretty weak, but like the front seven is actually pretty legit. So, yep. um, yeah, man, we'll see. It's, it's, yep. uh, it's scary. Is what it is. Can I just? I'm not ready. I'm not can, ready to be hurt. Can we say this? The division is. It's the Cowboys to lose. Oh, it's trash. Yeah. It's the Cowboys division, unless injury or McCarthy just does something stupid, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's the good news is that the division is trash. The team is actually good, and. Yeah. That that that's a pretty good combo to uh, to get you going. All right, okay. Well, we did it, and now the Cowboys are going to go. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll lose we'll, six we'll, straight. We'll worry about that later. All right, let's get into it. extra point time. Let's do this. It's time for the fourth and one extra points. Hey, Jake. What do these seven running backs have in common? Kyle Uzcheck, Miles Gaskin, Gio Bernard, Kenneth Gainwell, Kenyon Drake, Jerry McNichols, and Leonard Fournette. Jake, what do those running backs have in common? You know what? I'll answer it for you, buddy. Them and 20 more running backs, 27 total, all have more receptions than Alvin Kamara. Is Alvin Kamara droppable? (laughs) (laughs) That's insane. I did not read this before. I, Jesus, <laughs> You're poor Alvin. I'm Do you like, want me to take yours? Are, are you speechless? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. God. Well, let's uh, let's dive more into that topic. A <laughs> uh, running back that has, that is on that list that has more receptions than Kamara, Derrick Henry. However, Darrington Evans is back. Might eat into the passing work a little bit. You think that uh, he's gonna he's gonna cut a big hole into him? Even if it does, I don't think it changes where we would be taking him if we were to redraft the entire league. He's still the most valuable player in fantasy. Um, hey, we've we've fallen for this before. I'm trying not to, but Travis Kelsey is just throwing fuel to the fire, man. Did you see what he said about Josh Gordon? He said that he's seeing Josh Gordon do things that he has never seen a wide receiver do before. Is this is this a choo-choo hype change? Hype hype train all aboard? Yeah, it's a hype train. He plays with Tyreek Hill. Like, what can Josh Gordon do that Tyreek Hill can't? Right. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. All right. Mr. Darnell Mooney has outsnapped Allen Robinson in every single game oh, wow. this season. Is uh, is A-Rob done for? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what you do if you have A-Rob. Uh, or this was A-Rob. the first year I yeah. like got over my A-Rob hate, too. Yeah. And now, yeah. and now it's my, it might be my fault. Speaking of you getting over your hate, here we are, Jake. Joe Mixon, he's day-to-day with that ankle sprain we talked about. You said when you drafted him you were ready to be hurt again. Were you ready? Uh, no, I was wrong, and that got upgraded to week-to-week to week today. Oh, no. So oh, uh, no. really bad now. <laughs> um, all right, so we both picked Saquon Barkley as our most likely player to bust in fantasy this year. He's played 87% of snaps. 
Uh, he's gotten 40 of 43 running back touches oh in this. I'm guessing this is this last game. 13 targets, 17.3% target share. Huge, huge, huge numbers. Uh, we fucked up. Yep. Is he the steal of the draft? He might be. Uh, I think when we do our re- – I sent you where he landed in our redraft and our rankings and uh, put it this way, he's not going in the second round. Uh, his value no. is is through the roof. All right, hey, before we yeah. take a quick break and we get to the redraft and then do power rankings, I've got uh, I've got our teams of the week. Jake, my man. 174.24 you are not the high not the high watermark of Irvin but dude that's a great week congratulations you are this week's Pro League. Team of the week. well done not my man. average this week baby no you were not average this week you were well above all right speaking of well above Anthony Rodriguez back to back man he's got the Drake in him Anthony Rodriguez scored 203 we got our second 200 bomb of the year, 203.78. Congratulations, Anthony. You are this week's, once again, fourth and one. Team of the week. All right, well done, gents. That's awesome. Good for you guys. All right, hey, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to redraft the top 10 at every position, and then uh, close it out with some power rankings, and then our special surprise for those that are hanging around. We'll be right back. And we is back. All right, Jake, you ready to redraft the top 10 in each position? Let's do it. It's time to to redraft (laughs) the top 10. (laughs) And we're going to kick it off with running back. I think that's the most, I will say for it, for what we're about to do, you all go sit down and look at the top, look at all the running backs. And you, you, if you were redrafting today in what order, or if you had, imagine if you had all these, what running back would you try? It was really freaking hard. It was hard for wide receiver, quarterback. I thought, I was like, man, this is actually kind of tough because you're trying to think of. It was very tough. What have they done so far? And what are they going to do in the future? Now, we did not take into consideration, I didn't at least, uh, schedule. I probably should have. Uh, I will say this fantasy football guys, I'm going to include it in the newsletter. They actually did a study on average draft position and first four week production. And they are actually equally predictive, and meaning that you have as good of a chance of basing your guess off of the first four weeks as you do where they were drafted. After that, it gets where of what how they're going to do the rest of the season. So, um, so it's actually you know it's kind of you got to pick and choose, right? You got to say, okay, this is who you are, or who you were in the preseason, who we thought you were. That's who you are. But anyhow. Uh, with that, Jake, what what we'll do is we'll each talk about our. We'll start with our consensus, and then you know where we disagree. Um, we'll we'll go through. So what we did was we each sent each other our ten. We averaged it out, and we have a top ten uh, for all of them. So, Jake, our number one. This was simple. The number one running back. I and I think you could make an argument for the number one player off the board if we were to redraft right now is Derrick Henry. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... It's not even close, honestly, and that's not just me saying that because I have him in one of my teams. Um, he's got – I'm trying to do this math real quick. 68, 96, uh, 96, 114. Wow. 114 carries through four Holy weeks. Um, four touchdowns in that time. He's also turned into like a little bit of a receiving running back. He's gotten – uh, let's see, 15 targets through four weeks, 
and he has caught all but one of those targets. So he's got that's the risk, right? That's the risk with Derrick Henry is the receptions goes down, and one of these other uh, running backs that that their that their receiving work is more uh, secure. Or he yeah. just falls off, right? It, it's finally, it's like, dude, I just took 370 carries and it's 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 week 10. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm like, that's the risk. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, sure. We had a tie here. Uh, I didn't I didn't give it to uh, Saquon Barkley, but Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott each tied for our next picks. Um, there was a little bit of a disagreement here. You would go Christian McCaffrey. I'm a little bit lower on him because of the injury. Uh, but uh, we'll get to Christian McCaffrey here in just a second. But Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley are our next running backs here, Jake. Thoughts there? Yeah, Zeke, um, you know, Zeke's just been heating up the last couple of weeks. He's, he's getting a ton of volume. He's getting a lot of work. Um, and the offensive line is just opening up massive holes for him. Yeah. Uh, he has four rushing touchdowns in the last three games as well. Um, and then for Saquon, you know, same thing. He's, he's really, he's turned it on and it's been a lot of, uh, the passing game really Mm -hmm. is where you're kind of getting your value with him. He's got 11 receptions for a little over a hundred yards in the last, uh, in the last two weeks. Um, so when you're getting that kind of volume in the passing game, your, your running backs always going to be And they're both getting the majority of the goal line work. And these are teams, um, you know, I don't know how much the Giants will be on the goal line, but the Cowboys for sure, and Zeke's getting it. All right, our number four uh, running back, we actually had a tie here as well, uh, was Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit lower on Christian McCaffrey. I had him at six. You had him at two. Uh, I was higher on Eckler by just a couple. You had him at five. I had him at three. Um, I just love how consistent Eckler like – his floor is one of, if not the best on here. I mean, he's Derrick Henry, but – the reverse, right? You, he gets the receptions, and I just love yeah. it. And then, um, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, this is just a total guess with the injury, right? It's just if he comes back from the injury, uh, you got him at five in a redraft. That's awesome. If he doesn't, you know, it, it, how do you not put him this high, though, right? You you kind of have to. Right. Yeah, for, for McCaffrey, for me, it's they, they said he's going to practice this week. Give it a go, see how he feels. To me, that kind of means that – if anything, he misses one more game, and then he's probably back. And if you miss two games from him, even if you miss three games from him, he's still going to be up there in the top five, probably, running yep. backs at the end of the season. And then for Eckler, yeah, I mean, like you said, his his receiving work is is awesome. He's only He hasn't gotten more than 15 uh, carries in a game, but that's really not what you have him for. Yeah. You know, the, the, the receptions are more valuable in our PPR format, so yep. that's where he's going to get the work done. Uh, speaking of PPR, um, speaking of volume – all of that. Najee Harris comes in as our number six wide, or excuse me, running back in redraft. Twenty six targets <laughs> in the last two weeks. Yeah, that nineteen target game, yep. fourteen receptions, just insane. Yeah, and we knew he was going to get used a lot, but now seeing that uh, a he can't block for Roethlisberger long enough for him to get mm-hmm. a field down field a throw downfield. Yep. But he also can't physically throw the ball downfield. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's just really working out in Najee's favor. Number seven was Dalvin cook. Um, 
I think I ended up having him at number seven. You had him at number six. So we're basically uh, splitting hairs here on Dalvin Cook. I guess he's going this low now because of the injury concerns. I mean, we, we're, we're seeing it again, right? It's the ankle. It's coming off the field. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough with Dalvin. What do you do with him? Yeah, I think this is this is the same thing. It's like a gamble, just like it is with, with CMC, that um, he missed a game and that he clearly wasn't fully healthy this last week. But you're definitely not uh, you're not upset with his production the first two weeks. 20 carries, 22 carries. Yep. He got you 20 points and 16 points the first two weeks. So I think he comes back to that. And that offense is blazing right yep. now, other than this last week where they played a really, really tough defense. We had a tie here at number eight. Uh, we're splitting hairs here with these two. Uh, I put Aaron Jones at number eight overall. You put him at 10. And then we both put DeAndre Swift at number nine. So Aaron Jones and DeAndre Swift are uh, number eight and nine or however you want to split that. So um, Aaron Jones, it's a little bit of the inconsistency. But, um, you know, remember last year, Aaron Rodgers led the league in, I think it was touchdown passes inside the five-yard line. So yeah. Aaron Jones was due for regression there to get some of those. And then DeAndre Swift, I mean, look, the guy behind him is fine, but he's he's getting work. He's a little inconsistent. I don't think you could take him as high as, as some of those other guys, but um, he's getting work. Yeah, DeAndre Swift to me is Austin Eckler on a terrible team. Mm, if good. he was on a better team, it would be a lot more interesting. He's averaging almost six receptions a game. Yep. Um, and he's, you know, he's getting right around 10 carries a game. I mean, it's, there's just, there's a lot of value there. And the, those receptions are just incredible. And then, yeah, Aaron Jones, for me, it's, he was a little lower just because of the, the inconsistencies that you're going to see with this offense, because they might just have a game where it's just Devontae right. Adams or Tunyon gets the work or, you know, it's just, you just don't really know with this Green Bay offense from time to time. Yep. Right. Uh, and then our closeout here, and we don't have to spend much time, but uh, you went with Kareem Hunt, and I went with Nick mm-hmm. Chubb. And I I saw this stat, and I almost moved Chubb out, but I still I just couldn't, and I'll tell you why I couldn't here in just a moment. They have of the of the um, eleven touchdowns that the Cleveland Browns have scored, eleven of them have come uh, have been rushing. Which is, or excuse me, nine of them, nine of their eleven touchdowns have been rushing, which is mm-hmm. a way too big ratio. Normally, it's two passing to one rushing, um, and this is the op. This is more than the opposite right now, and so that's there's going to be a huge regression of that. Well, there should be, right? I mean, just playing the odds here. Um, the other side of this, and why I couldn't get Chubb over Hunt out is Chubb is Derrick Henry, if. If Kareem Hunt, and so is Kareem Hunt, right? Kareem Hunt, they're the same, right? There's if if one didn't have the other, these are top five running backs, easily. Yeah, and I for just sure. I yeah. just picked Chubb because I think that he's just his work is going to be more consistent in my view. Although to your why the reason why you have Hunt higher is because that has not been the case. Hunt's gotten all like a lot of the work, a lot of the receiving and the touchdowns. So explain your Hunt yeah. uh, running back number eight and why you would take him in the top ten still. Yeah, Hunt for me is uh, is is just like the last couple of guys I've talked about. Just the the receiving work is so much more valuable than carries in a PPR format. Um, I can't remember. I, I can't remember if it was the the DFS guys on the fantasy footballers or if it was just the main show, but they were talking about every 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 handoff 
you project is worth point like yeah one point two or something like that. that yeah every every target is is projected to be worth like over two points, two points basically yeah. yeah so uh the receiving work is just going to be more and, and that's just not chubb's game yeah so. all right let's switch over to speaking of receiving work let's get to the receivers um tyreek hill is our number one i had him one overall you had him number two um Yep. Tyreek Hill would be still be, and I think he was. If he wasn't, it was Devontae Adams, but we'll get there in just a second. Uh, he's the number one overall. So he's just he's the number one option and the number one passing attack with the number one quarterback. Um, I mean, he has fifty point upside. There's just there's not very many players that have that upside. Like that's just it just doesn't happen. So uh, I think it's pretty self explanatory. But anything you would add on Tyreek Hill? Yeah, Tyreek is is just kind of the same guy where we're gonna have weeks. You're gonna have weeks where you where you really are bummed to have him in your lineup. He's gonna score five six points, but then the next week he will win you the week single handedly because he scores yeah. forty five fifty points, and that's worth it to me. So yeah, he's more consistent than he used to be. I mean, he will still have you know weeks where he just you know. He doesn't go off, but he'll he'll score you fifty the next. Just hang in there. All right, um, you had Cup number one overall above Hill. I have Cup at number four, but overall we uh, we average out. We've got Cooper Cup, a fifth round, maybe sixth round pick, as the number two wide receiver. Uh, we just went through all those running backs. I don't know how many we would take them over Cooper Cup or even Tyreek Hill, but wow. How far we have come in four weeks where Cooper Cup is our number two wide receiver. Yeah, he's he's just on a ridiculously high-powered offense. Um, and then let me just read you his targets. Week one, 10. <laughs> week two, yep. 11. Week three, 12. Week four, 13. Yep. So it's not unreasonable to think that by week 17, week 18, he's getting 28 <laughs> targets a game. Uh, That's I mean, fair. It's just wild. It, yeah. they, they, have, they clearly have a connection and... Yeah, he's just going to be a volume monster. McVay did come out and say he wants to get Woods involved, and as of right now, Cooper Cup's target share by a by wide receiver it's it's a league record, and it's not even close. Yeah. So it's that's there's got to be some regression there, uh, which is why I'm a little bit lower on him, and I've got these next two guys ahead of him. But nonetheless, uh, if you have Cooper Cup, uh, you're very happy. Uh, Stefan Diggs is our number three wide receiver. We both put him at number three. He's not even top 20 right now, right? Right, yeah. And we still. He's, yeah, he's just outside the top he's 20. He's the he's number, number. Oh, no, he's number 18. He's, he's snuck in after this He snuck in. If I recall correctly, yeah. he is the number uh, like three or four uh, running or wide receiver in targets on the year. Um, he has been yeah. absolutely it's 41 targets on the year, it, which is, it's definitely top five. He's in that offense. It just yeah. hasn't Emmanuel Sanders had a week where he had two touchdowns, uh, that easily, that, that will be a digs week at some point. Uh, Diggs yeah. still makes a ton of sense, right? At number three. Yeah, I think so. It's a, it's a great offense. He's on pace for 170 targets and he's, he's had a couple like, just like miscommunications it almost feels like early on in the season with with him and Josh Allen but it seems like they're uh, they're kind of working out the kinks right now and their offense is you know really good way to get your offense rolling is to play the Houston Texans so yeah that's right all right um our number 4 consensus was Devontae Adams um i think 
you had you were a little bit lower on Devontae Adams, so why don't you explain that? You had him all the way down at eight. I had I would still take Devontae Adams second, I think. I, I would do I would go Tyreek Hill, Adams, Diggs, and then Cup, but you're lower on Adams. What's going on there? I had him lower just because of the other guys that have popped into my list and when I when I was looking at him. Um, and for the same reason that I have Aaron Jones a little bit lower, that I just don't feel like I, I can really trust this offense to be exactly what I need it to be week to week to want somebody that's like a for sure lock. Obviously, Adams is in your lineup, but um, you know it's just kind of it's just it just feels a little hit or miss still with that <laughs> offense. He is the number nine overall, so you're not too far off. Uh, he is the second wide receiver in targets, though. Um, with 45. Yeah. So uh, definitely Aaron Rodgers, w- which we already knew, one of his favorites. All right, let's keep it going here. DJ Moore, I can't believe I, we were. I was number six. You were number five on him. I didn't want to put him this high. He's fourth in targets. What is he, second in scoring? He's the second overall wide receiver. Uh, he's the fourth mm-hmm. overall wide receiver, averaging 22 points. I didn't want to believe it. Dude, he, I don't say he torched the Cowboys, but. Watching watching him <laughs> for four quarters, I was like, this dude is good. Like, holy cow. Like, yeah. man, DJ Moore, what a steal, dude. Uh, we haven't, we would yeah. take him fifth overall right now. Yeah, that's crazy. He was a great pick. He's, he's got, uh, he's got t- touchdowns in two games, but in the games where he doesn't, he still has 15 points and 20 points because of just the volume that he's getting, the receptions he's getting. That's exactly what you want in a wide receiver. Somebody that's going to give you a nice floor and then can have the blow up 30 point games when he gets two touchdowns. It's awesome. DJ Moore, Cooper Cup more likely to regress. They're both dominating target share. They're both clearly the number one right now in the early. Do you think Robert Woods steps in and that cuts into Cooper Cup? Do you think Robbie Anderson does? What 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 happens here? Yeah, I think I think probably DJ Moore more likely to regress just because the team. I just don't know if that team is as good. And then when you know when CMC comes back, he's probably going to get some carries and stuff. So we have a some, t- some reception. We have a tie at number six here. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Debo Samuel are our number six overall. Debo's a surprise here. Ridley was, I think, in both leagues, top three off the board. He was the number one off the board, if I'm not mistaken, in fourth and one. Um, yeah. I would take him fourth overall or fifth overall. You would take him seventh. So we're both still very, very high on Ridley. Ridley is, um, I don't have, oh, he's fifth in targets. Number 20 right now. He's number 20 overall, fifth in targets. He just hasn't connected. I think he's the highest, uh, the outside of the top 20 in air yards by a mile. Like he's just, Mm -hmm. he's due. Um, And then Debo Samuel, he's the, Number one target, and it's not even close. I mean, George Kittle being banged up, and then Brandon Ayuk being a non-factor has obviously helped. Um, but I mean, you saw it with Jimmy. You're see, you saw it in half a half a game with uh, Trey Lance. Debo Samuel is the number one, and it's not it's not really close. He's he's Kyle Shanahan's go-to wide receiver. So, uh, give me a little bit on um, on Calvin Ridley and Debo Samuel. Yeah, Ridley's more of just like a just like a. a a gut call gamble call here yep, basically that, like you said he's he's just gotten so much so many targets and so many air yards that just haven't connected yet and you feel like at some point that has to connect so i think yeah. i think he's still worth a, a pretty high 
pick overall. Um, and then for Debo, um, he's got 42 targets on the season. So, like, it's it's no joke. He's like, right behind Calvin Ridley. Calvin, Calvin is five. Yeah, Debo is he's, six. He's he's getting he's just getting insane targets, and mm-hmm. he's getting these plays where he's just all alone in space and going for touchdowns. So it's uh, I don't see it slow. It's going to be inconsistent, but you know he's a beast. Number eight, we have Van Jefferson. I'm kidding. Justin Jefferson Justin comes Jefferson. in. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, Justin Jefferson is number eight. Uh, I had him at seven. You had him at nine. So we basically splitting hairs here. Um, I don't even, he's not even the number one on his team right now, and yet we both still like him. Um, why don't I have, why don't you have to explain this, Jake? Why, why, why him over Thielen right now? Uh, he is, he's just, he's just freaking good. <laughs> so freaking good. He's, he's at a point, somebody in, uh, on, it was, uh, Pro Football Focus put out today that, like, He's getting he's getting to the, the Devontae Adams level of matchup proof where it's just like you just don't care. He's he's in your starting lineup and you'll take your your lumps if he has a bad week, but he's just not gonna have them that often. He's getting the targets, getting tons of looks, he's catching a lot of those passes, and then he's getting a lot of touchdowns too. He's got a touchdown three straight weeks. Um so he's you know, he's doing work right now. I stand corrected. Justin Jefferson is the seventh wide receiver, eighth wide receiver overall on the season. Adam Thielen is just outside the top ten. Yeah. That, Thielen, for me it was Thielen. The way Thielen's ball. gonna get there is touchdowns. He's he's the best red zone target, uh, for some reason. But Justin Jefferson I think is gonna produce on a more consistent level. All right. Um Mike Williams. <laughs> wow. How far we've come. Mike Williams, he's the number five on the season, um, and we've got him as our number nine overall wide receiver. That's insane, right? I mean, he's playing the Michael Thomas role. It all makes sense four weeks in, right? Um, I forget I forget the name. Is it Joe Lombardi? Whoever came over from the Saints who wanted a Mike yeah. Thomas role for Mike Williams, and he even said it. Everybody said it. It just, no, I did you know, he's one of those hype players that I, I didn't buy into, and Damn, here we are, nine or four weeks in. We got him ranked ninth overall. Uh, Mike Williams, uh, top ten wide receiver, not only on the year but yeah. in redraft as well. Yeah, I, I put him as uh, as my number ten, uh, and that was before I saw the game last night where he only had one reception for eleven yards. But this is just going to be kind of one of those guys, maybe where you know it's it's like the Tyree Kill deal where you're going to have these huge blow up games. I mean, the, the three weeks prior to that eight receptions, seven and seven mm-hmm. uh, and four touchdowns through those first three weeks as well. So there's going to be a lot of blow up games and then there might be some, some pretty tough and consistent ones, but I think overall end of season, you're going to be pretty thrilled to have gotten them. Uh, so our number 10, we, we disagreed on. And in fact, um, we sort of skipped over, well, we didn't skip over it, but you actually would, in in a redraft, if I'm reading this correctly, you would take Jamar Chase over Calvin Ridley, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, and Mike Williams. It, do you still stand by that? Do you want to re after talking this through? Would you rethink that? You had Jamar Chase as your number six overall in a redraft. Did I really? I feel like that's a lot higher than I actually am on him. It seemed. Um. Uh... Yeah, I don't think I would. I'm not sure why I put that. I I'll be real honest with you. I was in uh, you know I was in D.C. last night and I was drinking quite a bit. Okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. So 
Yeah. I don't think I would draft him. I don't. I wouldn't draft him over. Just looking at some of these guys here, I wouldn't draft him over Terry McLaurin. I wouldn't draft him over Keenan. Okay. Well, yeah. So we'll get to. Uh, this is who I had at number ten. I actually had Mike Williams' teammate. Uh, I had Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is yeah. uh, fifth in receptions, and in PPR, I just I I think he's going. He he. He can still lead the league in um, – obviously, he won't have his record-setting you know, reception type year that he could have, but I still really like Keenan Allen overall. Um, a couple of receivers that we've left off. We left off both Seattle guys, which are having great yeah. great seasons. So, DK and Tyler Lockett. Um, we left off Terry McLaurin, who's been great. Um, yep. Uh, trying to think of who else I missed. There's a couple people in the top 10 I'm refreshing right now. As this comes through, uh, we left out. Um, yeah, so we already mentioned uh, Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen, Cooks, Chris, Jamar, Chase, all Adam the Thielen. Tampa guys. We left out Chris Godwin, honestly, the Dallas guys. We left out Marquise Hollywood Brown, who's been awesome. And if yep. he had caught even one of those touchdown passes in that Detroit game, he's yep. got nineteen twenty points every single week. Yep. We and yeah, I him. thought I left out the Dallas guys. It's. Wide receiver was, I think, the toughest one for me. Hopkins, not even close to our top. Yeah, one. not even close. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. It's hard, right? And that'll probably be the one that we that we look back on. We're like, yeah, what were we thinking? But he's not. He's not in the top ten in targets. He's just not. It, he's not getting the work, and it's it's a different offense. There's now. a lot of mouths to feed. Here's on the that thing, offense. though. AJ Green Everybody's goes down. Talented. AJ Green goes down because he's an old man. Yeah, Hopkins, insert Hopkins. All right, let's wrap up with quarterbacks here, Jake. We'll do this pretty quickly since we're running a little long here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray. We're splitting hairs here. You would go Mahomes over Kyler. You have Kyler. Would you really trade Kyler for Patrick Mahomes right now? Yeah, I mean, it, it's okay. it's uh, they're what they're a four point difference. I just think that Mahomes, even in the games where their team is losing, I think that uh, that he's going to have great. You know, still great games. Yeah, um, we've seen a couple weeks now where you know they're running the football in Arizona. It's pissing me off. And James <laughs> Conner on my bench getting four touchdowns. Over yeah, the that, last goal, two weeks. that goal line work is Tyler Murray's value there at the goal line. So that goal line work, yeah. All right, uh, we had a tie here. We had all these guys as our next three picks off the board, um, but we just had them in different order. So uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen were the next three off the board. I would go Allen, Dak, and Hertz. You would go Hertz, Dak, and Allen. So you have Josh Allen. If I offered you Dak Prescott right now, would you accept that trade? Because we might do If you would really accept that trade, I will send it to you right now. That's the way you have them ranked. Mm. Like, put your money where your mouth is. Mm. I'm trying to see where the hell is Allen on here. Um, the... I, I wouldn't only because I know how uh, nervous you are about Dak. So I, I don't know what's going on with you and, and all that, but. Uh, oh, that's uh, it. That's an excuse. All right. So, okay. So, so you heard it here, folks. Allen, it goes Hertz, Allen, Dak for Jake. That's, 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 that's what he meant there. All right. Uh, Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford are our uh, number six tied quarterbacks here. Um, I would. I'm actually lower on Stafford than you. I have him at eighth. You have him at six. For me, it's the rushing. There is no rushing upside at all with Stafford. 
the mobility is just not there. So I would take the other two guys that we have there. I would take Wilson above them. Um, but you would take Stafford over Wilson, huh? Yeah, he's like the the only immobile quarterback really that I have on this list. And um, but it's just just what that offense can yeah. do, and the fact that uh, he's he's got legitimate risk for a legitimate chance to throw like a fifty yard touchdown pass every single game and yep. um, get it done in just a couple plays. So yep, yeah, he's a beast. Yep, yep. And then our number eight quarterback is Lamar Jackson. I would take Lamar. Right, I would I would take Hertz, Dak, Allen, Mahomes, or Kyler over Lamar right now. Um, that's probably too low in relooking at this. Hertz is the, but you can't argue. Like Hertz has been getting it done for fantasy. I don't like him. I don't like that yeah. team, but he's getting it done. And I would take all the other guys above him. Um, anything you'd add to Lamar before we get to our next quarterback? Uh, no, just honestly, he he hasn't uh, he hasn't been is is like lethal on the ground as I think that yeah. both of us thought he would be after the running backs went I down. thought he'd be the guy. Yeah. Um, he's only gotten seven carries each of the last two weeks, so and and no touchdowns in either of those two weeks. Yeah, that so, that, that should weird. that should change for him. But all right. Uh, yeah, number I think so. number nine, we both had Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Um the top side the touchdown upside and the fact that if they get to the goal line he he's due for, you know, Two rushing touchdowns. In fact, that he might have one on the season. I can't remember, but like I think Rogers, he's already got one. And then um, we disagreed here at number ten. But you know, you're really splitting hairs here. Sounds like you're a big believer that Darnold will keep this up. Uh, I went with Josh Herbert. Um, I was torn between him, Brady. There's a couple other guys, um, but uh, I like I like Herbert the most. I would take him next. I would, there's you know anybody else after Herbert? I would probably give up for to get Herbert. But you like Sam Darnold, huh? You, you you're a believer. I really do. I, I, you know, there's a pretty common theme of the the guys on the list, the Rushing. mobile quarterbacks, guys yep. that are going to run. And, and when they're inside, you know, and maybe that maybe this changes when when McCaffrey comes back. But like inside the five five yard line, like he's one of their real options for for getting in the end zone. So you're gotta love yeah. that. Can't uh, can't argue with you. All right, that's our that's our top ten there. And then we had a couple notes here. Uh, Kelsey, you would still take him in the top five overall. What? I guess all those yeah, running think- backs, Henry, Christian. Tell me what. Tell me what running back. Tell me when to stop. Where you'd be like, I take Christian McCaffrey, or excuse me, I take Kelsey over him. Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. I take Henry. Saquon yeah. Barkley. Zeke. See, and I don't know. I don't know if I would take. Saquon or Zeke over Kelsey right now, just because. Wow. So you you got Kelsey almost into the top three or four. I think it would be like Henry, Mahomes, Kyler, and then Kelsey's in the mix right there, at like the four or five range for me. Okay, yeah. So you you throw in a couple of the quarterbacks here. Um, yeah, yeah. Debo, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Chase, Keenan Allen. Would you take any of those guys over Darren Waller? Um. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay. Cool. Waller's Waller's going to be fine. He'll sort it out. But yep. All right. You know, a little cool. slow start. Okay, that's the tight ends. George Kittle. He he goes after almost all these guys at this point, right? Yeah. He's he's been. He just hasn't. He hasn't been himself. He hasn't yeah. been healthy, and uh, that's a real bummer. But 
Yeah. Okay. And then the other one, the other tight end I wrote was Gronk. I, you did. I, 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 I missed the, that one. Into yep. the big four. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there. The injury, though, that's going to hurt him. So. Yeah, and I, I don't know if he would make it into the to the third round. Probably not. But. Yeah, I don't think um, I would take any of these guys, especially with some like folks like Schultz and um. Who the other yeah. guy? Who the other guy? I mean, Hawkinson's doing really well. So yeah, I would probably take yeah, all those. Guys. Yeah. All right, hey, this is a longer podcast. Thank y'all for sticking along. Remember, we do have a surprise at the very end of this podcast. But first, Jake, we got to do it. We got to do some power rankings. You ready for power rankings, Jake? Let's do it. It's what you've been waiting for. Are you ready to find out just your- how good your team is? Well, prepare to get pissed off. We're about to say your, your team, team sucks. sucks. It's time for the weekly power rank. Ooh, Jay, four weeks in. We've got four and O teams. We've got O and four. I don't know if we have that actually, but let's uh let's do it. Number ten, what league? Who is it? We're starting in bro league and Henry. Oh, wow. Your team sucks. Hey, Henry, I'm not sure if you know this, but Christian McCaffrey is better than Miles Gaskin. I'd I'd look into the stats there. That is, we'll deal with that later. Number nine. (laughs) Number nine is Diego. He just doesn't have any bright spots on his lineup right now, man. I know. It sucks, right? It's just like, man, these these first three or four are going to be, I don't know. Anyways, number eight. Yeah, number eight is Eric. Oh, Eric, okay. Let's let's see, man. He, he pulled off this little Christian McCaffrey trade, and let's see if, uh, if that boosts Eric, this team up coming out fell, of the depths here. If my math is right, he fell too. Okay, interesting. All right, number seven. Number seven is Anthony Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, I just really don't like his quarterbacks. I just don't think you're going to be able to compete with uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Trevor Lawrence as Anthony. your quarterbacks. Moving down one week over week. Poor guy. All right. Number six. Sorry, buddy. Number six is me. Um, I, I moved myself up, which yeah, uh, you I'm did. surprised now looking at this. Uh, just a lot of injuries, man. I have no more running backs. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm probably tumbling down here. My scientific rankings liked you that are corrupt. According I know. To God, but They're very corrupt, yeah. Uh, <laughs> number five. Number five is Brian, man. He had an awesome week, and he left a ton of points with Darren, uh, with Sam Darnold on the bench, a.k.a. the number one running back in the NFL. <laughs> Are we too low on Brian? Five? We, we might be. We yeah. drafted him. That's we true. We should love this team, right? I know. Number four. <laughs> number four is Garcia. Look, he had a tough week. He ran into the Grumpy Byers boys. <laughs> uh, who had a real solid week last week, but Anthony? I still think his team is really solid, and I, yeah. I think he'll be hanging around the top. Yeah, his 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 losses are not pretty right now. He's not. I don't even think he's averaging one. I think it's one twelve in losses right now. All right, number three. Number three, Kile Cafe. Hey, moving up. I might one. have fixed. Uh, oh no 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 yeah yeah that's a, a he, tough tough loss this week. Uh, one touchdown from from Kelsey away, probably from taking down Urban, the you know top who? team in the. You know who so it close. was? No, the touchdowns. If you watch that Patriots Bucks game, two were thrown to Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown missed them both. That's what it oh, was. Yeah, yeah. That was the game. That was the move right there. I, of course, Mike I Williams only got well. Mike Williams only got two points from Irvin, which I'm sure we'll touch on in just a second. But anyways, all right, number yeah. two. 
All right, number two, nothing's changed here at the very top. Yep. Number two is Todd. He's yep. 4 0, 95% chance, according to ESPN, to make the playoffs. Got to feel really good right now. All right, give us our number one. Let's get over to Bro. Or, excuse me, fourth. Number one is Irvin. I just don't see him coming off of this spot anytime soon. All right, number 10 in fourth and one. Number 10 in fourth and one. It is Tyler. Tyler, your team sucks again. You got one week out of the doghouse, and now you're back in it, dude. Sorry, buddy. My goodness. All right, number nine. Number nine is Israel. I started typing before you even started talking. I was like, you know what? I already know who it is. We don't even need to do it. We don't even need to discuss it. Oh, yeah. It's it's Israel. Number eight. Yeah. Number eight is me. Um, Like you said, man, I'm like just average. I'm just vanilla ice cream and that's just not going to get it done i just don't really have a whole lot of confidence even though i have two of the top three scores on this team fucking ridiculous i found non-dairy salted caramel cookie dough oh my god number seven amazing <laughs> should we pa- need me to pause this for a second number seven number seven is richard i just don't think there's enough talent Nope. Uh, enough talented players to keep this guy at number up six. The top here. So, number six is Eric. We talked about uh, his yeah. team very low in scoring uh, and some luck that has helped him along the way. But I think that's going to no run doubt. out for him at some no point doubt. here. Number five. Number five, Todd sitting at two and two. Man, he's just kind of right in the middle there, which is why he's right at five. He has a chance to make playoffs in both leagues. I, I really do think that. Number yep. four. Number four, Kyle, I bumped you down to four, buddy, wow. because uh, Wonderful. Yeah, there's 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 just there's somebody else that, that had to move up in front of you yep. that we're gonna talk about next. Yeah, who is um, it? Bring it on. Antoine Rodriguez, hey. baby. Uh, well we had him at three last buddy. week, but yeah, he's he's got a better team than me right now. No doubt. Anthony. Crazy. Like I, I he doesn't want us to talk about it very much, but his team is stacked. Number two. Number two, all right. I took Dobrats here. Oh, Listen, trash. He took the rankings personally throw these, and throw these, destroyed you. Throw these point. rankings out. We don't even need to cover number yeah. one. Throw these oh, rankings out. Listen, these are he's, garbage. He's going to be a big mover next week, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, you know right, what, though? I like team. putting him number two. Sorry, this is going way long. Because that means we get to move him down he's even further. No, when it, yeah, that's that's good. But we get to move him down even further because, you know, the higher you are, the further you can fall. And I, I think – I think here's my prediction. We move him back to, like, out of top four. Anyways, all right, who's number one? Love it. Number one is Markage, man. I, I talked about it already. He's He's got CMC sitting on IR, and his, his running backs are just stacked even without CMC. Okay. So he's sitting pretty. That's awesome. All right, hey, um, before we get to the special, Thursday night, it was a great game. So real quickly, your favorite bet. It's Rams at Seahawks. Rams are road favorites. They are two and a half favorites. Seattle is a two and a half point dog. The 12 man, no respect. Over under is 54 and a half. Best bet? Uh, I still think, I think I'm liking my tease still. I think I'm going to tease, uh, I'm going to tease the, uh, the Rams to plus two, I'll have to get it at a seven-point tease now if I do that. But I think I'm going to tease the Rams and then tease the over down to 48 and a half. What is that, Jake? <laughs> My boy's engaged. 
for the, anybody who stuck around. Congrats, my man. I am so happy for you. What's up for you, Jordan? Uh, congratulations, my man. Pro League, fourth and one. My co-host over the past couple of years, uh, my best friend, is engaged to a wonderful, wonderful woman. Congratulations, my man. I am very, very happy Thanks, for buddy. you guys. Uh, I can't wait for the party. Yeah. I can't wait for the wedding. Uh, I can't wait to see where you two go. Um, very excited for you, for you guys, man. Yep, yep. Very exciting. It was a fun couple of days getting up there and surprising her. So that's right. Uh, that's right. For those that excited. don't know, they have a, they have these two have an incredible story. They've been. Um, Gosh, what's it been? Almost nine months apart. Yeah, flying. Yeah, actually, you know, halfway yeah. across the country, both ways, back and forth. Uh, y'all even took a little pit stop in Charlotte uh, right after you know we surprised everybody and uh, Amy and I eloped um, yeah. back in May. Uh, so really happy for you guys. That's the surprise. That's what we had planned, or I had planned for everybody. Thank you for sticking around. <laughs> um, let's close out with a banger here, right? Oh, <laughs> All right, let's actually close out. Uh, good luck, everyone. Uh, get your waiver bids in. I don't think this will even be heard until tomorrow. But uh, with that, peace. Peace.